Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. How's it going, everybody? I'm doing well. And um, why? I changed some stuff around on the old dashboard here. Okay. There we go. I'm figuring it out. Oh, I wasn't seeing the chat for a second. Then, um, <clears throat> yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's July 9th already, man. What happened? Fourth of July just came and went. <clears throat> I feel like my summer hasn't even really been here. Man, I got uh, big things coming, though. Um, there is a Fitch Smash Wrestling Camp here happening in San Jose at Fight Craft. It's going to be the 24th, 25th, 26th, three days from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come out all ages. All um, experience levels. Uh, it's going to be separated. Each day is going to have a different theme. First day is going to be crammed full of hand fighting and clinch work. We're just going to go through all that hand fighting stuff. So you've got huge opportunities to learn a lot, whether you're jiu-jitsu, MMA, wrestling, or even self-defense. Because hand fighting and uh, hand grappling, neck wrestling is vital it's a vital aspect of self-defense um <clears throat> and then after that first day second day is going to be uh, offensive defensive wrestling we're going to work on a lot of the fundamentals there uh some of the basics and some fun uh funk we'll get some fun funk too it's got to be a little bit of funk and then lastly, last day is going to be top and bottom wrestling. So you guys can pay for all three days of the camp, or you can pay just for one day. Say you're a jiu-jitsu player and you don't want to pay for the last day, you can come to hand fighting, you can come to wrestling defense, wrestling offense. You got it covered. No worries. No worries. Um, there's only UFC this weekend. At least I only saw UFC this weekend. There might have been some other things that were off my radar. I don't know. I keep, was there a Risen Bellator-like thing happening that I maybe missed? I know I I, uh, I follow Juan Archuleta, so I see things pop up on my timeline every once in a while. But I don't know if he's just promoting something that happened or if something's coming up. I'm not, I'm not very observant, I guess, to advertising. I block them out or something. I'm like advertising ninja i just don't see it because i never know when these fights are i never know maybe it's just me but i feel like some of you guys in the chat have, have said the same that you feel like you don't never know when those fights are should we start should we get in on the fights because there's a lot there's a lot going on this UFC, UFC 290, and it was good. It was a good card. It's one of the best UFC cards in a while that I can remember. Very, very entertaining fights. Uh, stepping, or uh, yeah, starting off with Kirk, Kimuela Kirk and uh, Esteban Ribovich. The guy was a tank. He would not stop coming. He's one of my favorite type of fighters he's the kind of guy he's the kind of style i like 
He's good everywhere. He can wrestle. He can stand. He's got the jujitsu. But he's the type who is a Terminator mindset, right? The Terminator mindset, like Terminator 2, the, the liquid Terminator guy. Think about that guy coming after you. He was just relentless. Every position, he fought every position to the death. And the second he lost the position, he started fighting the next position hard with everything to the death. And, like, he lost the first round. Pretty certain he lost the first round. But then that relentless effort, it's just so wearing on you. And he starts coming through and landing big punches and landing kicks and just uh, doing damage. And uh, I, I really look forward to seeing this Esteban fight again. Was this his year, first UFC, 12 and 1? <clears throat> right? What? He, uh, UFC 285, he fought once before. I guess his one, his one lost. He lost the decision to Loic Reds, Reds above. He lost to an Av, so it's not too too much to shake your head at. <laughs> but that looks like it was the only loss. But he like he looked uh, tremendously impressive. I just gotta say he was impressive that whole fight. He was just not not would not stop keep coming at you. Uh, next fight also great. Uh, it was very fast. Seventeen seconds. Aguilar, Jesus Aguilar. Lands a massive uh, punch. Land it, it, the sound of that punch landing. It was it was it was seriously a baseball bat, like crack, crack, home run. Babe Ruth just knocked one out of the park. You could hear it. It was eerily loud crack. But yeah, Aguilar knocks out Ross. Seventeen seconds. Massive, massive right hand. And then, unfortunately, the next fight was good, too, but I, I missed it. <laughs> I got up, and I went outside to do something real quick, mess with the kids or whatever. And uh, Simon, Cameron Simon, knocked out Terrence Mitchell for three minutes, ten seconds. I didn't get to see any of it. I didn't see it at all. I'm a little upset. I should have sat on the couch and waited. Uh, light heavyweight. I was excited about this matchup. I'm always excited to see bigger guys fight and newer bigger guys fight. Uh, Vitor here is 9-0 right now, right? You know, going to this fight. Uh, Marcin Prachnio, no slouch, big guy. Vitor got the submission in the third round. But in all seriousness, he should have finished this fight way sooner, I think. Um. Tell me if I was wrong, but I felt like he had hurt Pacino a few times, and he ended up like double-legging him, taking him to the ground after he had hurt him or stunned him or wobbled him. I think it was just some missed opportunities for him to finish that fight a lot, a lot earlier. But either way, he got the got the win and the submission. So, what do I know? I'm an old husband. I'm an old guy. What do I know? What is happening? Why did I do this? I'm sorry, guys. I'm messing with my... Making sure that the 
the Rockfin is up and working. Hopefully, you guys are on the Rockfin. Uh, if all else fails, if I get no nuked and shut down everywhere else, I'm on the Rockfin. I'm trying to move stuff to the Rumble too, but um, it's taking forever to like verify all the videos and transition them. I don't know. I have trans videos, I guess now, because they're transitioning over to Rumble from YouTube. They're YouTube videos, but they identify as Rumble videos, and they need to be even there. Even there, you have to have somebody who certifies it. Oh man! So yeah, that was the that was the early prelims. Solid, solid. Do you guys uh, have any complaints, disagreements with that, with with that uh, early prelims at all? I thought that was pretty pretty solid. I thought the early prelims delivered. I I, I did not complain, other than I stepped out and I missed one of the good fights. Oh, maybe it wasn't a good fight. It was an early ending fight, <clears throat> but. I'm really glad I got to see the Esteban Rubovich fight. That dude, he was that was he was a tank that fight, man. He reminded me of Terminator 2, the liquid metal guy. Just blank faced coming at you. Ha <laughs> ha. Tyler super name says, um, they put ads on this stream, John. I had Colin Noir advocating guns for five seconds. Sorry, I'm late. No worries. At least it wasn't like some rainbow mafia stuff in the stream. At least it was some guns, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan now. I don't know if I remember his, his loss. I don't remember if I saw that or not. But he was a he was a monster in this fight. Rattlesnake is saying, uh, "Ribovich rules." <sighs> okay, okay. Let's see what else do we have. So before um, we start, I want to make sure you guys know, right, that I have all my stuff available on Gum Road. Right, I have programs, fitness programs um i have seminars that i have filmed and and put up as a teaching mechanism for you guys to get i have my different workouts the intro to practical self-defense course it's a free one for you to download get yourself started and then you have uh your practical self-defense right the fish smash strength and fitness package and the practical self-defense those are your big ticket items the real deal is the Vich Smash Strength and Fitness Package because right, it gets you an hour consultation with me. And in the consultation, what will happen is uh, I'll, I'll end up giving you whatever program you want for free as a part of the health and it's part of the strength and fitness package, right? As part of the Fitch Smash strength and fitness package, uh, as a complimentary gift. Also, I'll I'll include whatever other thing you want into that. 
right? It's part of the deal. It also gets you um, in on the uh, the Telegram channel, which is a accountability channel. But you can you can ask, um, you know, fitness and fighting technique questions, whatever you need, weight cutting stuff, whatever is necessary. It's you're available. You're available uh, in that chat. So you get a number of programs just for that that one price, right? Um, if you're just looking for self-defense, back self-defense, way to go. And uh, even got stuff like the the, the neck care guide. It's a, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh. Get dry and throat. Mm. Excuse me. Yeah, but right there, the neck care guide, that's a pretty popular one because even if you're not an athlete and you don't have the uh the wear and tear that I have had over the years from fighting, like if you're on your phone a lot and you you're sitting at a desk a lot, you're gonna have uh similar neck issues. So that works out for a lot of people. But that's that's the list. That's the stuff. That right there is what we got going on in the gum road. So check those things out. All right, check them out. Get yourself stronger, healthier. Make yourself a better fighter. I'm gonna have a lot more stuff uh, <clears throat> coming down the pipe because I'm planning on filming all of the uh, seminars and things I have coming up moving forward in the next couple months. So. It'll take a while because I still have I have a I have two seminars already from like last year that I have not gotten all the way out there and made available yet. So I think I might make one of them just free, just because I'm great. I do things like that. I'm so nice. I'm so nice. <laughs> oh, okay, but let's um. Let's move on. The preliminary card. Preliminary card also was not um, a letdown. It was also not a letdown. We had uh, Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Minefield. This was a good fight. Uh, both guys, I like watching both guys fight. And uh, Minefield pulls out the submission win. Round two, not bad. Gomez and Jurgel. Um, I did not catch this fight. Round one, 20 seconds. Maybe that's why. There was times I was going out in the backyard and checking out the kids. And um, yeah, I didn't catch that one at all. 20 seconds. Wow. I'm sure that was fun. Yeah, I did catch the Tetsuro, Taira, and Edgar Charaz. Charaz? Charaz, I'm sorry. Edgar Charaz. Good solid fight. Um, Tatsura though just kept letting Edgar uh, linger through the whole fight. Like there's plenty of times he had opportunities where he should have finished, maybe created space and and hit him more, but he just he just didn't pull the trigger. And because of that, like Tierez ended up kind of keeping the fight closer than it should have been. Almost could have stole it from him. 
Then we have Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler in his retirement fight, which I don't know. <laughs> it's nice, I guess, to have a um, a big send off and a fight that you're more than likely going to win. A fight that's queued up for you, you know, because that's it is stylistically. Nico is the perfect guy. Because he's going to be a little bit sloppy. He's not going to be tight. If if he gets the upset, it's going to be something crazy because he did something crazy. And chances are, though, Robbie's going to land something because he's a little bit more technical and more powerful. It was like a gift. Which, uh, I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like the the – carrot on the stick to a lot of fighters. Hey, be good boys. You know, be company men. Don't ever talk bad about us. Be happy. Eat eat the shit sandwich we give you with a smile on and we'll take care of you down the road. That's kind of what some of these things feel like for certain guys. It's like, oh, you were a good boy. I'm petting you. Give me a nice pet on the head. But I don't know. I don't know. I always like watching Lawler fight. I always thought <clears throat> he was fun to watch. He was a good, tough guy. I always did question, and people are going to call me an asshole for saying it, but there was a time when he kind of fell off, and he wasn't really doing much, and everybody thought he was done. But then he made a comeback, and around that time of that comeback was also a time when you had – the legal um, testosterone exemptions. And I'm wondering, there was a number of guys who surged, whose careers came back, guys who had fallen off, guys who had washed out, had made like big comebacks at times when, you know, the waters were pretty dirty. Just wondering, just saying, <laughs> if, if I'm the only one I noticed, or maybe I'm just a jerk. I might be me, I'm a jerk. I'm just a jerk. I'm a heater. I'm an old guy. I'm washed out and bitter. Is that is that just me? Am I the one? You guys, any of you guys think you're not wrong, James? That'd be great. Lawler to be KFC. That's what I was wondering too. Is this really a retirement for Lawler, or is this? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make some more money somewhere else, doing something else. Maybe I can get one of these clown boxing fights. Look look at look Naganu's doing. Look at Naganu. He's he's got a handshake deal with uh, Fury. What kind of money is he gonna make? How many how many tens of millions? I think 10, you think 20 million? You think I'll make $20 million? <clears throat> Pat Yo, TRT is a hell of a drug. It is a natural hormone that people produce that can be synthesized <laughs> and taken in volume at times. Oh, look at this. Anakin Skywalker is saying, look at Jeremy Stevens. He's fighting on the Jake Paul card. I mean, it's hard to not. I don't know. I mean, the price is right. 
Anybody want to see an old pitch? Come on, box. I'll smoke a cigar all the way out to the ring. If you want to pay me, I'll do it. Uh, I mean, fighting's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I don't like promoters stealing from the fighters, but fighting's fun. So if somebody wants to give me money to do it, okay. It's gotta be it's gotta be good money. Rattlesnake, he remembers the days. Rattlesnake saying, enjoy a 10-year ban for legal California weed, but TRT is Vitor's vitamin. <laughs> it all depends, man. Special rules for uh special behavior. If you if you act a certain way, if you get a certain amount of money to the right people's hands, you're gonna get favorable treatment. That's that's the way it is. Oh, we'll get to that, Roy Cruz Morales. Let's get to more of the fights. So so that was it. That was uh the main card of the preliminary, the large large send-off. You know, I like Robbie though. He's always he comes fights hard, throws down hard. Um, I just always thought that he was one dimensional and like guys who knew how to wrestle were able to get inside, clinch him up, make him tired, and 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 beat him that way. You know, um, but always fun to watch. And he finished strong. He got to a great clinch, landed some awesome uppercuts. And was just too much for Price. And yes, in that exchange, just in that exchange, I immediately thought, bare knuckles. <laughs> I was like, BKFC, sign this guy. Sign him now. Sign him up. He fights hard to the clinch. He he gets that half plum. He gets that collar tie. And he's doing work. He, he looks like he's built for bare knuckles. Let's go. Let's go. Make it happen. Let's go. Robbie Lawler, bare knuckles. Come on. Main card. Main card. Get into the main card. Now we're really getting to the, the thick steak of the card. And again, it's been a solid. It's been a solid event all the way through. We get into the main card. Bo, Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel, outstanding. Outstanding collegiate wrestler. All around seems like a good human, right? Hard worker, focused, good family around him, all around good everything. Uh, Val Woodburn takes a fight on short notice. He's he's undefeated. He looks like a specimen. Looks like he hits hard. Uh, as soon as the fight starts, though, I do notice a, a size difference, a monstrous size difference. Bo just looks much larger than Woodburn. And... Bo did a great job. He moved in and out, head movement, his stand-up's looking better, and he landed a great timing shot, a great punch, great timing. And he was able to finish Woodburn with a stand-up. Great job, Bo. But, but everybody needs to chill. Everybody needs to chill. His stand-up is not amazing. The timing was amazing. He had great timing, and that's one of the things – that high-level athletes have 
that I think, you know, certain certain guys that have things that separate them from other guys, I think timing is one of those things. Sir, uh, Cormier, he had this, this thing about him that his timing was just uh, unreal, unnatural. Like he was like could, could see in the future and knew where to step. I think Bo Nickel is one of those guys that, that has that. So on that timing, like GSP had that timing. So – his timing was perfect for that punch, but it wasn't like great technique. Everybody needs to chill. <laughs> okay. My biggest worry for Bo Nickel, because I'm a big fan. I want to see him do well. I want to see him beat everybody, be champ at 185, raise weight, raise that weight, weight class to a, a higher level of competitorship. But I don't want to see him get thrown out there too soon. I think it's too soon. He's he's only five five fights deep. He's already on the main card. Like his notoriety's growing. Now he's got a nice knockout win. You know, experience is a big thing, and he needs a lot more polishing. He's naturally raw talent. He needs polishing, and only experience and time can do that. And I don't want him to get – he shouldn't get thrown out there, you know, too too fast, too furious. Keep him out of the top tens. Keep him out of the top tens until he's had ten fights. He's 10-0. and 0. He's had enough experience to fight top ten. Baby steps. Baby steps. Because he's young, man. He he fights to, to you know five more fights. That's what two years. Two years, three fights a year. He get there. Two years, two years of solid fighting, of growing, taking of a baby stepped opponents one one a little bit better, challenging him in different ways, and then two years he's ready. He's ready. He's not. He he gets. He could win a championship. Then fights the top ten guy. Next fight is is championship. Now now he's a champ for ten years because he got himself polished and ready to go. So nobody can touch him for his his little mistakes here and there that he doesn't have because of his his newness. He's new. He's still green. Mistakes happen. Give him some time to develop. That's all I'm saying. Give him a little bit of time to develop. What do you guys think? Am I out of, am I out of line? Am I too too protective? See, James says like too big. I think too big a bite. <clears throat> Interesting for sure. James Y is saying Casmat uh, versus Bo. Interesting. Too soon or possibly ready. I think that he could he could fight him and do well and beat him, but it's also a tough fight he could lose. And what kind of money is he making right now? What kind of money is he going to make on that fight? That's a really hard fight. Is he going to get a? Is he going to get an increase in pay? Because right now he's just on the early part of his contract. He's like what, ten and 10? 15 and fifteen. You're you're going to tell me he's going to fight Kazmin in a in a main card? They'll probably make him maybe a main event or a co-main event on something. He's going to they're going to pay him like less than twenty and twenty. How does that make sense? Like, oh, so you guys may hate him, but O'Malley, he ain't wrong. He's like, 
fight as many fight as many bums and unranked guys as you can until the pay gets higher. He's figured out the system. Don't hate on him for it. Anybody know? Ain't nobody looking out for you. Look out for yourself. Fight twenty bums, and then now you got a big paycheck per fight. Not now. Take some serious risks. Sounds pretty smart. Bo versus Ikram. Which one is Ikram? There's so many. There's a lot of good guys out there. But Bo Nickel has a lot of potential. He does. I just... Don't rush ahead of yourselves. Did you see how great his striking is? He's made improvements. He's getting better. He's doing hard work. Great job. His timing was impeccable. But he, he's not... He's not a boxer yet. He's not there yet. Give him some time to grow. Don't put that weight on his shoulders yet. <sighs> Next fight was pretty fantastic. Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker. Jalen Turner is both these guys. They got this, the weird the weird builds. right? They got little tiny torsos and big long arms and legs. Both of them. They're kind of weird. What is that, the Mike Wazowski guy, the little big ball, and then he has long arms and legs? They're kind of built like that. Um, Jalen was doing good work the whole fight. And Dan Hooker was just tough. This guy is just tough. You can't take him away from that. He was tough. He should not have been um, able to take the shots that he took, kicked in the face, that was a pretty solid kick to the face. He got elbowed hard a number of times. That was a dirty, ugly, hard fight. And Dan Hooker pulled it out the win. He pulled it out. Um, what was the end, end of the second? He got to the back and he puts the choke. He's He's got bug eyes popping on Jalen Turner. Turner. Like, Turner won that first round. Hooker. Looked in trouble a number of times in the second, but was able just to keep coming, man. Keep fighting. Those are the fights that we love. Those are the gritty fights. That isn't it? Those are the ones that we watch the sport for. Those. What's his name? Fight the other week with the bloody hair. That guy. That was a great fight too. That was fantastic. That's wow, chef's kiss. It's the essence of fighting and the warrior spirit. A lot of the fights and fighters today are so Instagram model-esque. I feel like a lot of what they do is more for the likes and the clout. And they're not really gritty fighters. It's not about the fight. It's not about, I'm just going to fight you because I think I can be you. That's it. That's all I need. A lot of that's missing. And sometimes... You get these fights, and you see it. You see it. I felt like they were more common back in the day because there was a lot less reward for doing it. It had to be something internal. There weren't there weren't likes and clout. People, you were an outcast and looked that kind of weird. <laughs> you do what? 
<laughs> you go into a, a smoky warehouse and fight guys in your underwear? Weird. <laughs> now it's changed. It's changed. Um, but yeah, it's changed. Different world. But every once in a while, you get them. You get them. And thank you, Dan Hooker. Thank you, Jalen Turner. Thank you for being gritty fighters and being there for the fight. I dig it. Next, a, a huge fight in uh, implications for the 85-pound title and who's coming up and fighting for the title next. That's Robert Whitaker in Duplessis. Dricus Duplessis, South African, who's rough one, all the Africans' <laughs> uh, feathers. It really bothers people. <laughs> that he's, he says he's really African, and it's people who are not born in Africa are not really African. It's, 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 it's a comedy show. It's kind of funny because I, I don't know. I just don't understand the point of being so sensitive about something so silly that you have no real power over. But anyways, Whitaker menacing with how he stands and he looks like he's he's got power and he's ready to come at you and hit you with the power. Like you can you can feel it. You can sense that explosive kinetic stored energy there. It's ready to burst. Duplessis is like, mm, I'm like a, mm. he's like a goof. He reminds me of like uh, Steve Martin when he's doing the jerk or whatever. Uh, so like you don't you don't think that the guy who's kind of loose and floppy with his his presence, his stance, the way he moves, hits as hard as he does. As he does that, it's like whack. <laughs> You're like, whoa, wait, this guy. Is a, it's an illusion. He looks soft, but he's hitting really hard. Uh, performed really good. You know, got to the the knockout. Round two. Ridiker is no joke. Um, I have nothing against Bobby Knuckles, but he's already lost to Adesanya. We've already seen him in the top mix for a while. I'm ready for new blood. I'm ready to see some new blood. Out from new blood, that's all. And Duplessis looks like he might, uh, he might, he might pose a little bit of a threat to Adesanya. I can see if he's able to to continue to use pressure. I, well, a lot of these guys. A lot of guys, I don't know. They use, they don't use, they use pressure, and they allow assigning to counter strike them the whole time and run. I don't understand. You gotta use pressure to get inside. I say use that to grapple once you're inside. You could use that to strike inside, but I think you're better off grappling early on, get them tired, and then you can switch it up to grappling or switch it up to striking inside. But Duplessis is awkward enough. It's kind of like way back when. Um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, uh, um, Chuck Liddell fought. Um, what's his name? Oh, my God. When Chuck lost to what's his name? You guys, you guys uh, remember Keith Jardine. There we go. 
That's it. I am here to back up. So he does kind of resemble Keith Jardine. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's kind of an awkward type of movement. It's not an, e an easy, an even flow, but it's effective. So we could see something similar to what happened with Keith Jardine and, uh, and Chuck back in the day. Maybe Duplessis is able to be that kind of awkward who gets inside of Adesanya. Whether I, and I, so I think he should grapple at first, get him tired, get him sweaty, make him guess, and then you, you can start fainting and coming up to do work. My two cents, but yeah, uh, I don't know. So it could be interesting, it could be very interesting. All right, well, we got two more fights, two more fights because it was a good, it was a good night fight. So yes, it was, it was good. Oh, I think <clears throat> Virgin Taker 96. All right. Says Keith Jardine went downhill after that. Um, well, call me crazy, a crazy conspiracy theorist, but here's another crazy conspiracy theory for you, story for you. But I, I believe that UFC was very vindictful. Vindictive? Yeah, very vindictive. And if you threw a wrench into what their pre-predicted plans were supposed to be, unwittingly, they got pissed at you. So Keith Jardine stepping up and winning that fight against Chuck, like he immediately got blacklisted from them by them because of that. He Unwittingly, he just came out there, he went out there, performed, and did awesome and won. But like because... This little Joe Silver matchmaking prick, you know, he thought he knew everything. So if his the matchmaking went the opposite way what he thought, he got pissed off. So you can be guaranteed that like every other fight that Jardine was gonna get was the worst matchup, worst timing, worst city, worst everything imaginable for him. Maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I don't I don't think I'm I don't think I'm making it up. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm making it up. And I'm sure there's other guys that probably have felt and witnessed things uh, on that same line. You know, if you, like, look, man, I was supposed to lose Derek Silva. I was supposed to lose. I didn't. I didn't, and I didn't in a big way. And what happens? Right? My next fight is Damian Maya. I don't, I don't perform well. I lose, and they cut me. I don't, I don't think it was an accident. With all, there's a lot of other stuff going on, but like nothing gets them more upset than when you screw up their plans. When they when they have shows planned out in the in the future, when they have all the pieces out on the table, and you knock them over, oh, it's like the scene from that movie with Hitler in the bunker and he's losing his shit. That's that's what I imagine. It's like. <laughs> in the UFC office that week. <clears throat> James Y says, Little Joe gave Keith 
Alexander Houston after that fight, who was uh who wasn't even ranked and got knocked out. Yeah. Put him with an unknown, super dangerous guy. And he's oh well, he he, he had every opportunity to win that fight and blah blah blah. It's whatever, man. It's like you like purposely set certain guys up to lose. It's just unsportsman, unsportsmanlike. Next fight. This was great. This is a great fight. Brandon Moreno. This is my favorite Brandon Moreno fight. It is. Um, I just kind of. I'm sorry. You guys have heard me talk about it. I've gotten kind of sick of him because all the promos. It's just like too much. Too much. Yeah, I get it. He's a nice guy, but like, you can't just keep like blowing like things out of the water that it's like aren't that big a deal. He thinks, oh my god, look at the greatest punch ever. Just let things be what they are. And I was a little sick of it. It's a little sick of hearing about him. So of course, um, I was just rooting for Pendoja. Pentoja. Pentoja. <laughs> Get his name wrong already. Uh, but Alexander Pantoja. This guy was calm, cool, collective. Kept bringing the fight. I would like to see a little more head movement from him so I wouldn't take as many shots. This was a great fight. This is absolutely a great fight. Um, somebody was talking about the, yeah, the scorecards. Uh, I, I, had, I had four rounds. I had four rounds to one, Pantoja. I did. I had um, uh, one... Three, four, and five. One, three, four, and five. I had Pentoja winning those rounds. Moreno, I thought was his second round was his best round. It wasn't that uh, Pentoja like completely dominated or destroyed Moreno in any of those other rounds. I just think he was he was winning. I thought he was winning those rounds. He looked great. I think um, it was it was a really good fight. It was a really good fight. Moreno was was landing like crazy jabs a lot of the time. And again, I think Pentojo sitting and waiting, waiting to counter, you end up getting stuck with those jabs a lot, sitting and waiting instead of moving initially. You're better off moving and reacting from your movements than sitting there and trying to move after you see him move. <laughs> You're not that fast. Great fight, though. Uh, thoroughly entertained with Pentojo. Great fight. Um, main event, Volkanovski and Yara Rodriguez. And, man, I, I I try not – I don't pay too much attention to, like, all the stuff that's going on online with, like, who said this and what people said that and, and, and uh, message boards. And what I just don't care. I don't care. I just want to watch the fights. I only care about the fights. Show me the fights. But I've been seeing stuff a little bit recently that I just I it, it made me feel like living in an alternate universe. And there's people talking in a context where like Volkanovski did well against Islam. Like that he oh he hurt him. He he had him on the ropes. He oh like almost won that fight. And I just that's that's a that's a strange re, that's a different reality than what I witnessed. I saw pure domination. It looked like 
Islam toyed with him and gave him too much respect. If he would have not given him so much respect, I think would have finished that fight. And I, I don't want to say anything bad about Volkanovski. He's a great 45-pound champ. But 45, he's not big enough. He's not long enough, doesn't have the horsepower. And he got worked. He got worked by Islam. I don't understand this talk, <laughs> this weird talk. Like Islam's somehow afraid of him and he hurt him. And so I don't understand what what kind of weird artard glasses these people are watching fights with. They must make some kind of special prescription for him. So I don't get it. Um, but this fight, Volkanovski, was a tank. He did not fall for any of Yar's. Uh, fancy antics he was able to uh take rodriguez down do damage on top um he, he got cut at one point was able to fight through it gets the guys to finish in the third round champ stuff what, what he should do um but i will comment on stupidity of a championship belt and a intercontinental whatever interim champ belt my son noticed how stupid it was he's like why is it c versus ic i was like oh well because the champ went away for a while and uh because he was away for a while they, they needed another belt so they have the uh, inter interim belt while the other guy's away he's like well why do they need that? I was like, well, because people watch, <laughs> people are watching buy pay per views more if there's a title on the line. He's like, that's really stupid. They just make up a belt. They, so they just made up a belt to make money off of stupid people. And I said, yes, son, you've got it. <laughs> you, you correct. You, you figured it out. You're way uh, <laughs> ahead of the curve. <laughs> Yeah, Milan Vanguard saying Yar was never even a champ. Fake belt. I understand if somebody gets hurt. Even then, I don't understand. If somebody gets hurt and they're out for over a year, like, you, you lose your championship. Sorry we stripped the belt from you. You'll be number one contender when you come back. But, like, if you can't heal yourself and be back within a year, you got 12 months. You have 12 months to make a comeback. So, I mean, sorry, but, like, things got to move forward. I just, I just, if too much time passes, sorry, I think it's time to move on. You got to keep moving on. I, I think the... Intermural, intercontinental, whatever, inter intersexual <laughs> title. I don't think it's necessary, man, but I understand. I get it. I get it. Money, 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 money. So it sucks that you have to sell to dumb people to make money. Doesn't it suck? That's why I don't make any money. That's why I have such low viewership. It's because all of you guys are really smart. You're smart people. I could sell out and 
get stupid people here to watch me. But I like you guys. You guys are smart. You guys are smart. I like being around smart people. I can tell you do too. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was the fights. That was it. That was a pretty good card, man. I got to say, it was a good card. I was not I was not disappointed. Um, so many great fights. Even the ones that I missed <laughs> were good. Uh, next is the UFC Fight Night, July 15th. Holly Holm is fighting Maria Buena Silva. Good Silva. Not the bad Silva. Not Malo Silva. Um, Jung Young. Durev, Walt Harris, Parisian, Tremont Chandler, Prado, Azetar, Sedikov, Terrence McKinney making a comeback. Let's see if he can keep his fast knockout streaks going. Tucker Lutz, Baghead Darsarian. <coughs> all right, all right. Well, Tyson Nam. All right. Man, we got uh, interesting. So there'll be some fights to watch, I think, on that. I think there's a bare knuckle. It'll be in bare knuckle next week. That's going to be good. I missed the bare knuckles this week. Nice. Got a super chat. Malo Vanguard, thank you very much. One of our most frequent callers in during the call-in shows. Um, it sent five bucks. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it, guys. Oh, Anakin. Why do you hate whamming? Why do you hate whamming? Anakin says July 15th is big. I'm trying to find a silver lining, man. Right. Durev, Walt Harris. Okay, th those are okay. Um, Terrence McKinney sometimes shows some great fight stuff going on. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I get you. I get you. It's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot to... Not a lot to get excited about. But come on, we got bare knuckles. There's going to be bare knuckles on, on the 14th, I think. So, smile. We need to see some bare knuckled violence, man. <coughs> yeah, I haven't seen Harris fight in a while, but. I can't remember him doing good. Yep, Richmond. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be a good fight. It's a good main event. Those guys are little tanks. I'm just uh I'm just hoping some of these guys they start they start developing a lot of respect for each other. Their defense gets too good. <laughs> you know? And they just gotta they just gotta bite down a little bit harder. There's only two minutes, man. Five two minute rounds. 
Yeah, it's good to be technical. Good to have good defense. You got grip and rip. Two minutes. It's just you gotta, you gotta swing away. I'm here. Thoughts on Elon versus Musk? <laughs> Not myself. Oh my goodness, Elon's got the size on him, size and strength. But uh, Zuck's been training for a while, and there's a good chance that Zuckerberg is also a cyborg, or maybe a space alien. <clears throat> One of those two is possible. So we got to take that in consideration. Uh, so if he is an alien, he may not have regular sockets and joints like the rest of us. So he might be like, and uh, uh, you know, have a, even more of a submission threat risk because of that you know um but it's kind of just dumb like it's all just a distraction you know it's all a distraction all of it like we're sitting here talking about these billionaires fighting in a cage we're not talking about where the, the cobalt <laughs> that go goes into elon's batteries comes from how that gets put together we don't talk about any of the crimes Zuckerberg has committed with Facebook and spying and um, freaking testing emotional things out on people. It, it's just forgotten because, oh, hey, they're going to fight now. <laughs> you know, it's just... You get tired of it, you know? It's like one just nothing thing after another. People get outraged and upset about shit. And it never turns into anything. No one ever does anything. No one ever changes anything. It's just like an ugly spiral. keeps circling the toilet drain. It's like, hey, there's problems. We could fix things over here. Whoa, these guys are going to fight. Rich guys are going to fight. Let's just stand around and watch that. Take care of yourself, guys. That's all you can do. All right? <laughs> Take care of yourself. Find a, a nice, firm footing for you and your family and loved ones. And <clears throat> enjoy the decline. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Elite Ubers. Yeah, I am here saying, Dana, I quote, we do not do gimmick fights. Ha, 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 ha. Nope. <clears throat> They're locked in, man. They got their TV deals. As long as they keep getting their TV deals re-signed, like they keep getting that check. They don't care. They can put on shit shows. As long as they fill that slot. As long as they get enough eyeballs to keep that slot. That's it. They just have to do the bare minimum amount of work to keep that time slot and keep the checks coming in from the ESPNs and Disneys.
Oh, all right, guys. It's a wonderful show. It's wonderful. Thanks for uh, tuning in. <clears throat> Can't make sure you're checking out the programs. The link's below. All the Gumroad stuff. I'm telling you guys. Uh, check it out. Go to joffish.net. Also, sign up for the newsletter. I got the books. I got the Wake Up Bible. I've got uh, uh, Failing Upward, Death by Ego. Let's go. I need more people to buy and read that book so that I have enough inspiration to finish the second one. Because <laughs> it's just so much work. Writing is so much work. It's so hard. It is. It's really hard. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> yeah, I predicted it. It's not just about seeing it. I predicted it a long time ago. If we didn't take it serious and we didn't like make sure that there were stringent things set up to protect it as a sport, here it would be. And this is where we are. <laughs> Uh, Milano Vanguard is saying, on point, John, you see it. Dana even said that at the press conference about filling in the time slot. Yep. And now they've got <clears throat> Fight Pass, and they're just trying to make things up to fill content as much as they can on Fight Pass also. It's just what it is, man. People need to wake up. Ali Act. Ali Act. MMA, let's go. Combat sports need the same protections the boxing does. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to know who he's grappling with and what's going on. That'd be that'd be interesting. I'd like to. Uh... I'd like to get us some grappling. Maybe I miss competing, guys. But I just. It's got to be some kind of pay in, in it involved, <laughs> you know, because uh, it's too much to get to the gym and train and whatever for free. I got mouths to feeds. We'll see, though. We'll see. <clears throat> All right, guys. Yep. Tyler Durden. That's it. Johnfish.net. Sign up for the newsletter. Thanks for watching, guys. Make sure you're checking things out. If you're in the San Jose area, reach out about wrestling classes and the uh, camp that's coming up. Three days. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. You're going to learn a lot of technique. I get through a lot of technique in that time slot. Uh, if you're in Vegas, uh, July 29th, I'm going to be there. One Kicks Gym. And... Um, we're going to be doing some top stuff, top game. It's going to be good. I will also be in Indiana in August. Lafayette, I'll be in Lafayette, Indiana on the 4th. It's a Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be in Fort Wayne. It's going to be good. Uh, check out all my uh, other social medias. I have posts and stuff up about <coughs> when uh, – Seminars and teaching and stuff are going to be happening. So, all right, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll check you guys later. <laughs>